Welcome to another episode of the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty, riding solo today, coming to you here Monday morning after a very eventful round two. Lots to talk about. The Green Bay Packers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Buffalo Bills are game away from the Super Bowl. Let's talk about it. All right. Welcome to the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty. Like I said in the intro, riding solo today, just me. Got Tales from the Couch, round two. A lot of takes, a lot of thoughts on what we just saw from these four games. Very eventful. Um, and then going to talk a little bit about the championship games. Maybe a little hoops in the at the end. But yeah, loaded episode today. Pretty stacked week on this feed. Expect at least two more pods this week on the low expectations feed. So yeah, going to be a big week. A lot going on with the football, obviously. So let's start. Let's go backwards to the first. Let's go backwards to the first. So let's start Bucks Saints, Tales from the Couch. Um, Bucks go into Tampa and win it a 30-20 win for, for Tampa. <sighs> this was the game of the week in a lot of people's eyes. The rematch that everybody was waiting for, Brady Breeze. Um, we previewed it a little bit with uh, Jordan Buscarini on last week's podcast. I went Bucks, he went Saints. But hey, uh, he went Bills, I went Ravens, so it, it evens out there. But um, yeah, like in this game, it starts out and the Saints are doing what the Saints have done in playoff games in recent memory, and their fans will know exactly what I'm talking about. They are settling for field goals when they shouldn't be. They are they, they did it in the 2018 NFC Championship game where they should be up 14-0 against the Rams in that game. They should be putting them away. Goff looks scared. That game should have been 21-zip before it ever got to any PI, any overtime, anything like that. The Saints could have put them away early, and they didn't. They had a shot here to put them away early. Tampa looked rusty on offense. The Saints have had great success against Tampa's offense all year long. It really looked like, okay, uh, here we go again. Like the Saints really have Tampa's number on offense. And the Saints are moving the ball, but they're settling. They're settling for three. And it's 6 0 when it really should be at least 10 0, maybe even 14 0, but it's only 6 0 going into the second quarter. And then Tampa responds and, and it's, and they get a field goal and then it's the, the breeze debacle begins. And it came out before this game, something that I think most people had known already. It had been widely reported. It had been widely kind of known around the league, around everywhere. I think even most fans knew that like, this is breeze's last run and it comes out, this is his last game. And this is now a very tough, tough way to go out. This is one of the tougher ways I've seen a hall of famer fame quarterback wow which he absolutely is hey i've been hard on breeze at times but i'll just take a minute to say he completely was a part of the changing the game in terms of the passing era he was a part of that the passing boom with all these passing yards and just really transforming the nfl from 50 50 run pass to not to not that anything close to that anymore and what we see now on sundays is he was a big part of that no doubt about it his his record's Yardage wise are incredible. He played in the dome for eight games though. Had to sneak in the diss. I'm an anti-breeze guy at the end of the day, but it is what it is. 
Uh, he's a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. First ballot, whole whole thing. So, but he, this is the start of the Breeze debacle because he throws an awful, awful pick. He tries to hit the deep out, and you listen to guys that actually talk about the quarterback position, actually know the quarterback position. They say when it goes, that's the one that goes. That deep out, it, it they can't, they just, they just can't hit it anymore. And and he tries to there, and no, it's a horrible throw it it's it's like wait what did we just see um and uh the bucks they almost house it but they don't they get it to the one then brady hits evans evans and Lattimore. by the way what a battle those two genuinely dislike each other They, they they literally hate each other um and now we get jair for sevens so mike evans by the way on his way to being a hall of famer absolute star um and he gets the td there 10-6 Tampa, and then the biggest play of the game for New Orleans, it doesn't come from Breeze, it doesn't come from Taysom, the other quarterback they use, who was out for this game, it comes from their third stringer, Jameis. He hits a a 56-yarder to to Traquan Smith. Um, It was really the Saints' only big offensive play of the day because when they were getting those field goals, it was off big punt returns. Um, and, And so Jameis hits him, and for a 56-yarder, and they're back in front. It's like, okay. And then, but Tampa, they had a really good classic just Brady drive before the end of the half in the playoffs. Did they not there at the end of the half? I mean, they just go down there. As in, time expires, they tie the game. That's that's Pat's stuff. He took it over to Tampa. They did it there. I mean, you saw it. You saw it. There were big third downs where it's just like, you. and, and I'm, I'm, I've been, I'm a Rodgers guy. So, I mean, you know where I kind of fall on these guys argument-wise. I know they're, they're special, though. But, I've, but you again, you look at Brady's stat line at the end of the day, and it's 8 for 33, 2 TDs uh, under 200 yards. It's nothing, it's nothing crazily impressive, but it's those type of things where he gets them in field goal range that I think I've missed at times in certain arguments and others have as well that have been kind of more, I don't know if anyone's ever been anti-Brady, but kind of more pushback, like, no, he's not just the... They're not like anonymous goat. Um, but those are the type of things that makes them great. And they get the field goal. And then Breeze hits Traquan. And Traquan gets his second of the day. But then the Saints are back in front. And they have the ball. And they're driving up seven in the third quarter. And this is really the turning point in the game. Because um, it really, I mean, they're, it, they're, they're sitting at a point where it's like, okay, maybe you could at least get um, a field goal where you could at least get this to a two-score lead. Um, and, and, and and then Jared Cook puts the ball on the ground. He, he just puts the ball on the ground. The Bucks punch it out. And it, it, it really just completely, completely flipped this game. And Devin White punches it out. And Devin White was an absolute star in this game. I mean, he... He was all over the field. He wasn't done after this, um, and he gets the fumble recovery, returns it for 18 yards. He 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 makes maybe the play of the day, and he wasn't done yet. He was all over the field. He ends up with, tackles-wise, he ends up with 10. And he has a pick that we'll get to, and he has this fumble recovery in return. So just immediately sparks Tampa back into the game where where it's back into to this okay okay this is the game we expected it's going down to the wire and then again it's just Brady it's third down 
and he just hits Fournette for the TD. And it's those things. It's the third downs. It's the drive at the end of the half. Um, he hit a big third and 12 on this drive as well late in the fourth where he hit, well, on the upcoming drive where they took the lead, he hits Ev- he hits Evans on a huge third and 12 and he just hits him for 15. And that's Brady. That's Brady. That's why he's widely considered the GOAT. And um, he... They get the field goal. It's like, okay, New Orleans, can you do anything? Your offense has done nothing really. A lot of this game, a lot of this was punt returns. And then that big one play from Jameis, your offense has put together really one drive. Can you do anything with your season hanging in the balance? And then Breeze throws the back, the backbreaker. Where he, again, like I was mentioning with the deep out, you try and hit that when you can't make those throws anymore. You just can't hit it. It just goes. It just goes. That's what the, that's what, that's what you listen to guys that play the position. That's what they all say. And Breeze tries to hit it again. Devin White, again, jump cuts it, undercuts it, returns it um, down the field, sets Tampa up in field position again. And then Brady, of course, sneaks it in, touchdown. Tampa moves on to Green Bay. Saints losing the playoffs again. Um, Saints fans, I feel your pain in a way. We've been similar, the Packers and the Saints, throughout this decade where we've had really good offenses, spotty defenses at times, and heartbreaking playoff losses. So I really feel for you guys in some ways. Um, In other ways, like Breeze, just this is who he's been the last decade. And it's just, it's unfortunate because he's an absolute Hall of Famer, like I mentioned. And to go out like this, even for a Breeze hater like me, that was tough to see. Um, but he, he, this is just who he is. No MVPs. Um, I, I just feel like there's certain defenses that can absolutely take him out. And maybe this isn't fair because at this point in his career, um, he's limited arm strength wise and, but he just look at, look at the resume throughout the playoffs. So they lose to San Francisco in 2012, um, and then they just have a run. Uh, that was a heartbreaking loss in of itself. They have the the Marshawn Lynch beast mode game where they were, I think, double-digit favorites, and they lose that playoff game. They have the, the San Francisco game I mentioned. Um, and then they have this run of heartbreaking losses where they have the Diggs miracle play where they could have made the NFC Championship game against the Eagles team that eventually won the Super Bowl. But at the time, they were starting Nick Foles so it really felt like that was like that Viking Saints game was almost like go to the Super Bowl. And then, of course, it ended up not being just saying how it felt at the time. Um, and they lose that one. And then they have the non-PI call. And then I also have to add the Breeze interception game, which is the Rams playoff game, because he gets picked um, in, in overtime after the PI call. They still got the ball back in overtime. And he, he throws the pick. And so they have that one. And then they lose to Cousins at home. They lose to Kirk Cousins at home in the Superdome with fans. Um, and then this, again, they lose in the Superdome to the Bucks. RIP the Saints, man. I mean, it's it's a sound, definitely sounds like Breeze is done. Um, going to retire. It definitely, they are, have a lot of cap issues, which, hey, they always do some crazy gymnastics to figure that out one way or another to put a competitive team on the field. So that could still absolutely happen. But, I mean, if you are a 
Saints fan and you look over the last four years, you're just like, how did we not make the Super Bowl? Tampa moves on. Next game was probably the game of the weekend. The most eventful game of the weekend. The game we probably should have started with, but we're going in order here. Browns Chiefs. My goodness. A lot happened, guys. A lot happened. Let's just put it at that. Browns Chiefs. Chiefs jump out to a 6-0 lead after Mahomes rushes it in for one TD. Browns put three on the board to kind of chip in the lead. Holmes, uh, and you know, it looks like classic Chiefs for a while, where it's like, okay, yeah, this game is pretty much like Chiefs, and because the Chiefs go up 13-3 in a second, it's like, okay, yeah, Browns have to respond here. They actually put together a classic, a, a good drive, like a, a classic Browns drive this year, where they're mixing some runs and passes, they're hitting some crossers, because Baker's really good at that. He looks good doing those, man. Like, when he's when he's running action, and he just pops up, and he throws to his guy, um, it looks really, really good. It looks really smooth. He has that quick release. Um, he doesn't have great arm strength, but he can hit those corner routes, hit those crossers, hit those outs, and it looks good with their run game. And it's a nice balance, and they have one of those drives, and then Higgins fumbles in the back of the end zone on a rule that everyone hates. Uh, everyone hates. I'm not going to argue against it. It seems really, really dumb. Um, but also maybe don't fumble into the end zone. I mean, tuck the ball in there. You got to know that in that situation. The rule's been there forever. I, I, just to push back a little bit. Do, do a little, uh, do a little, uh, little uh, what does uh, Simmons call it? A little cross, like the little uh, zag, the zag. Do a little zag there. Um, just don't fumble into the back of the end zone. Know that rule's there. Tuck the ball in. Take the hit. And I mean, I, I'm making it sound easy. It's in the fucking NFL, but still. Um and he fumbles out of the back of the end zone. It's the changing point in the game. It seems like it's like, oh. And that's when it seems like, okay, it's over. Because then it's like, that is a killer. And you just can't leave points on a, the board against this team. You just cannot do it. And Kansas City puts 16 on the... And they they had two more field goals. And it's 19-3. And it's like, yeah, well, this is done. Definitely done. And okay, Browns get it start at the half. Let's see what they can do. Baker pick. <laughs> so it's looking like Chiefs blow out Chiefs cover. Um, and... Then it turns into what it turned into, where the, the where Mahomes scrambles out on a third and one, which he was clearly compromised already. He was limping around everywhere. You would they were zooming in on his drop. CBS was, and he wasn't even putting pressure on the foot, um, where he was clearly having turf toe. I don't know. I'm not, I, I, now that's not even the biggest story. I mean, he he is in concussion protocol, which we'll see what happens there. He's and uh, secret everyone. If you don't know, he's gonna play. Um, uh-uh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's uh he's gonna play and um but he goes he he rolls out and he gets twisted he gets twisted down and it's like okay what's going on here? Is he's laying down and it's like okay, is he he's sitting down, is it the foot? What's going on? He's ha- he's kind of been limping around all game and then he gets up and he wobbles down and that's the moment when it's like oh no like what's going on like that's that's just like the scary moment um so then of course he's out for the game cuz well, well the next game we'll get to Lamar if Lamar's done then then Mahomes can't go back in like if Lamar was done the night before Mahomes can't play like that's just i think that's totally right like if if one guy's ruled out then the other guy has to be too like if we have to at some point and i know each team has different doctors but at the, the the protocol has to be structured the same way around concussions. I, I I totally believe that. And Mahomes, 
I don't really know how you can even argue against that. So I, I so I think that's the correct take, but I'm sure someone would disagree. But and if they have a better argument, I'm totally open to hear that too. <laughs> uh, so it's not like um yeah anyway. Uh, but so he goes down, he wobbles like oh like what what and Mahomes no like this is Superman like how can this be happening and uh it's just like okay now if the Browns can do on on a different way you look at it's like okay now if the Browns can do something suddenly Kansas City's in trouble um and the Browns go right down the field and score and Baker hits Jarvis and then Chad Hinney comes into the game for Mahomes Mahomes is ruled out they get a field goal and it's they're up 12 Browns get the ball back. They do one of those classic ground and pound drives right down the field. Cream Hunt touchdown. They run it right down the Chiefs' throat. And it's 17-22. Uh, and all of a sudden, with 11-07 left in the fourth, and all of a sudden, it's like, could the Browns steal this? Mahomes is not coming back. The Chiefs have looked a little shaky without him on offense. And there's some big plays on this next drive I'm going to get to. Uh, and it's 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 it would be the drive the game if if it wasn't for the last drive but Henny's in there and it's it's really just like the Chiefs don't want to do anything too crazy and they're really being conservative they're where he hits Tyreek on a quick pass because Tyreek is just ridiculously fat oh that's I got that one wrong this is the play where he he actually takes a shot to Tyreek Tyreek pins it off his thigh and he somehow catches it um Cleveland challenges Stefanski by the way not a good game I would say he's had a very good year as the Browns coach not a good game Browns take Browns challenge don't win and then they run it twice KC it's third and five and and Henny hits Kelsey who was a monster all game he goes for he goes for um 10 for eight catches and uh, 109 yards and a TD he hits Kelsey for uh, 24 yards and a first down, but next play, KC picks up a 15-yard clipping penalty, and then Henny makes one of the worst passes I've ever seen. I didn't, I don't understand what he was looking at. I don't understand what he was doing. He literally just throws it up in the end zone and it gets picked off. And that's the point where I'm like, Cleveland's could win this game. Cleveland legitimately could win this game, and um and it gets back to the point with Stavansky the 4th and 9 Cleveland on the 32 absolutely what I went for that i mean you you don't even get the ball back and that's absolutely the worry they only had one timeout cuz you wasted a challenge earlier i think you just got to go for that you got KC on their heels in a way you even if you don't get it if you can hold them to a field goal you're still only down 8 you could go have the ball again faster um and it's and KC converts two big third downs on the next drive though to be fair um and one they and one time the browns had him at third and 14 so you get a stop there you could have got the ball back and the third and 14 let's talk about um browns go cover zero no spy on henny can't really blame them there i mean you you lock up across the board expect something quick and make the tackle I, i get that thinking as as at what the coordinator was thinking there i know everyone is just oh, every coach is terrible, and I definitely fall into that too sometimes, don't get me wrong, but think about it. I get it. I get that l- line of thinking in that point. You And then Henny, I mean, Reed, classic Reed, I mean, just great, great coach, and, and Henny rolls out and makes a great run for 13 yards, fourth and one, and Chiefs go to an absolutely unstoppable play, the quick out to Tyreek game.
Chiefs win. Mahomes in protocol. I think he'd, I would be shocked if he didn't play. But, yeah. All right, next game, Bills, Bills Ravens. This game was eventful, but obviously a low-scoring game. 3-3 at the half. Baltimore just blowing chance after chance. Tucker misses two kicks there. They... That's very uncharacteristic of him. He missed three all year. He misses two there. You don't normally see that from him. And and it just, it's it's tough. Because with Lamar, it's wherever you fell. It's wherever you fell before the draft. Did you like him? Did you not? Because if you didn't, then you're going to say, look at this. In the playoffs, again, he's 14-24, and 24, zero TDs, one pick. Um, they can't throw it good enough to win in the playoffs um but if you're someone that liked him like me i'm gonna defend him a little bit so just be ready for that like i liked him so i get it you could fall on either side right now totally um there's still some questions but look this team has to add weapons on the boundary for him they have to add levels to this offense outside of the great beautiful running attack that they have i mean they come out of this game and they run for four straight four first downs like okay Okay, I, I went with Baltimore. I, I picked them to win this game. I I like this. I like how they're coming out. I like how they're looking. Um, and then their offense just has the, the classic playoff struggles that they've had in the playoffs where they have a big drop down the sideline that would have set them up. Um, they have the two missed kicks. That's not usually them. Um, and then uh, they have three fumbles combined Lamar gets picked once like this offense was just an absolute mess um the Bills they didn't play their best and they still won by two scores I mean this is a really really good team the defense completely completely showed up and in a in a game that I thought and I said I trusted Baltimore's defense more and Baltimore's defense played well give them credit this is a Buffalo team that had been absolutely crushing Anyone they played, they hadn't scored less than 27 points since um, November 1st. They had been crushing teams. Uh, and, and the Ravens hold them to 17. I thought, if you would have told me they would have held them to 17, I would have said the Ravens win. I would have felt so sure that the Ravens would have won. So the Ravens offense has to absolutely take this loss on their shoulders. Um, how much do you put on Lamar? Hey, he's the quarterback. You're, you're, a little bit's going to fall on you. No doubt. And I, he wasn't perfect, but just the drops, the receivers they have on the outside. I mean, guys, be real for a second. Targets-wise, Mark Andrews, who I don't think anyone loves. I mean, I think he's solid at best, has 11. Marquise Brown has 7. J.K. Dobbins has 5. Willie Sneed has 5. Miles My, <laughs> Boykin has 4. Des Bryant has 1. Like, they have no one to throw to, and and it's just... And it's just like you have to add a receiver to this offense. If you add weapons to this offense and you still get this type of result in the playoffs, hey, I think the the criticism of Lamar could be fair. But I think at this point, it's still the same discussion around Lamar. It's always been. This is a kid that that is three years in the league, two playoff, three playoff appearances. All three years the Ravens have made the playoffs. Um, one and three in the playoffs. But hey, everyone's a choker until they're not right? That's the, that's the thing. It's like Peyton Manning was a choker who couldn't win in the playoffs until he wasn't. LeBron James couldn't win with the Heat. Like, couldn't win uh, on, like all in his first day in Cleveland and everyone was saying he's a choker and all this stuff, all this insane bullshit. And 
Telly wasn't. <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying Lamar is LeBron. Don't get me wrong, but I I just it's like you're you. That's the narrative around you until you're not. Um, I just don't think it's fair to put it on the all Lamar right now. Bills for the championship game. Bills Chiefs line for that game. Chiefs by three. Yeah, they're expecting Mahomes to play. Um, yeah, it's a good one. All right, next game, Rams-Packers. It's kicked off the weekend. You guys, I voiced my displeasure with that, and then the Packers won, and it was great because you could enjoy the, enjoy the rest of the games. Um, and, but let's talk about this game a little bit. Um, this was a matchup that we really dove into with uh, Jordan Buscarini. He is a big Rams fan, so we really dove into that game on that podcast. Um, and it's they trade field goals in the first, and then Green Bay goes on a very, very good drive, and that's just, you know, Rodgers' mastery, where he's so smart, where, all right, we got to go pass here on third. Bam, catch him with 12. Bam. Over the middle, finds uh, Equinamius St. Brown. You guys don't even know who that is, and he's completing passes to him in the playoffs. Um, and then he hits Tay on the quicker to, um, the end, in the end zone there and Ramsey's freaking out and it's like, okay, we got him. Like, it really felt like, okay, now we got him. Like, and Ramsey is a guy I'm a huge fan of, huge fan of. I, I can't even lie. This is a kid of Florida state. I loved, he's really a, a special player, but Devontae's a different guy and Ramsey completely quit on this game at the end um and then rogers he on third and so that one was on third and one and then on third and one again he rush, he makes a great scramble where he 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 jukes out uh michael floyd where it's just like at 37 man just boom boom and he's in and it's just like bang and they met they they don't get the two they don't get the pat but they're up 16-3 and and it's late in the second and they're getting the ball to start the, th- the second half and i'm just like all right who do we play in the nfc championship game but the Rams respond, and, and Goff was making some throws, and that's concerning because even Goff was making some throws. So for next week, that's concerning. And I'm not even a guy that's this year has been necessarily hard on Goff, but Goff is 21 of 27 for uh, 1 TD, 174. Um, they, the pass defense needs to be better next week. Um, and he makes a lot of passes, uh, and he they get down the field, and it's 10-6 team just at and then but th- then again it's classic Rodgers at the end of the half where I talked about Brady doing it and Rodgers did the same thing it's just like all right Rams kind of took a little bit of the momentum back there they're back in the game and then Rodgers just bang bang you know and the the one throw across the middle to Tanyan is ridiculous I mean that's that's dragon type stuff I mean he he's rolling it's 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 a it's stepping up in the pocket he's he's pressures on him it's Bang! And it's just right down the field, hits it um, for a big gainer. And and then they and Aaron Jones, who who starts the second half, second half with a sixty yarder. Please resign him. Please resign him. Can I can I just watch Aaron Jones on my favorite team for for the next three four years? Please. Um, he 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 bursts off a sixty yarder to open the half. Crosby knocked in the field goal, by the way, to for that one. And in the, in the, the night in the drive before with Rodgers in the throw to Tanyan. Um, Aaron Jones, man, his vision, his balance was on full display this game. He gets the TD to cap off this drive, but the Rams wouldn't, wouldn't go away. They wouldn't go away. They, they cut it to seven again. It's like, really Packers, are you going to do this? And then that all happened because, and then I see like, okay, let me rant for a second. Just Packers corner, Packers corner. If you want to skip the next 30 seconds to a minute, go ahead. Packers corner. 
So Packers Twitter afterwards is taking their victory laps. And I don't blame them. I, I was doing it too, a little bit. But they were like, oh, we didn't draft receiver in the first round. Oh, look at this. Like, it's not even the fans. It's it's the, it's, it's the reporters that do it the most. And, and um, it's like, yeah, well, we had four drops in this game, in two, including two TDs. Like, they, they should have scored, like, 10 more points at least. Like, did you guys not? Did you, did you miss that, that part? Did you miss that fucking part? Where Marquez Valdez-Scantling drops, okay, it's a little high. Yeah, because if Rodgers doesn't put it right in his chest every single time, he can't catch it. And he drops one at the goal line because he's scared to get hit. But did you miss that part? Did you miss Lazard dropping one right in his fucking hands earlier? Okay, ran over. But but they let the Rams back in the game because of the drops. Um, And... Really, this game should have been put away, but it wasn't because of the drops. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's still fair to say they could have used a receiver. And anyone with a brain can realize that. Um, But then Lazard makes up for it. He makes up for it, I guess. But you can't drop the other one, okay? Like, next week, receivers, which I definitely, they're listening to this, right? As they're preparing for Tom Brady in the NFC Championship game. They're turning into low expect, but... um, Please catch the ball. You can't have the drops next week. We can't have it. Like, we see it all this year. The only team that can beat the Packers is the Packers. If they play their game, they're the best team in the NFC. They're they're the best team in the NFC as long as they play their game. And and, and they they just, they beat themselves too much. The drops. Um, And to be fair, like, Rodgers was trying to sneak those those balls in the end of the half that could have been picked. So I'll be fair to both sides, even though, no, no. Receivers, catch the fucking ball next week please um but Rodgers was brilliant in this game what else did you expect uh he's he's 23 of 36 20 296 yards two tds the three-headed running attack for green bay was very good the fumble to dylan the fumble that dylan had up seven my god the first break in the playoffs in how long guys packer fans um it just bounces right back to Rodgers. um Someone said the ghost of Lambo or tweeted like the ghost of Lambo showed up on that one. It's about time the ghost showed up. It's about time. Show up next week. Please show up next week too. Um, the fall, it bounces right back to Rogers. Um, AJ Dillon, like, I mean, but Jamal Williams, a guy I've really, really been hard on. He's, he's, he's really good. He's really good. He's, he's solid. Um, he's 12 for 65. He runs hard. Aaron Jones, I mean, 14 for 99 yards, seven yards of carry one TD. First off, the 60-yarder. Yeah, Lazard had two drops. Marquez, Marquez had two drops. Like, guys, we we cannot have that next week. I know I'm being spoiled Packers fan again. I know I always turn into spoiled Packers fan on this podcast. We're making the NFC Championship game again. It's absolutely incredible. I'm going to get to all that. But when, please, for next week, no drops. My heart can't take it. Thank you um, for letting me rant, everyone. Um, so, yeah, Packers win 32-18. Rodgers hits... Lazard on an absolute dime. Lazard watches it in. You watch him on the video. He's actually like watching the ball into his hands. He snags it for the TD. And um, they they extended to 32-18 and that was it. And Green Bay moves on to the NFC Championship game. What an amazing feeling. It, it never gets old. It really never gets old. Back-to-back NFC title games. Four in six years. Six in 13 years. This has been the most dominant team in the NFC for the last for the last. 15 years I'd say no doubt about it so uh, incredibly blessed to be a fan of this team this franchise um just football wise anyway like I mean 
Four and six is ridiculous. I mean, that's some Brady Belichick check Belichick type shit. But trust me, Belichick hasn't been coaching the Packers um, in some of those years. Lafleur, another guy I've been hard on. He he's been really really good. He's been really really good. He always has the balance down where he knows how to mix the run in the pass. That West Coast, that that old fashioned West Coast with the new age stuff sprinkled in. It's it's beautiful when it's rolling. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, they're going to the NFC Championship game again. It's incredible. Before the year, like if you would have said before the year, I mean, like no one saw this coming for the Packers. Like n- not many people saw this coming for for Green Bay um, this year. Um, people didn't like last year's team. They were calling them the worst thirteen and three team ever. Like the analytics hated that team. They said it was closer to like a nine and seven, ten and six team than that team. So this year, everyone was just fully expecting them to regress, and the opposite happened. They completely fixed those little things. And you look back at last year, it was the little things that would let teams back into games, re- really make it close late when it when it shouldn't have been, or something like that. And then San Francisco embarrassed them in the title game, so that confirmed everyone's belief, when in reality, the truth was, and I was wrong too, I'll throw myself into this, the truth was, if they can fix those little things, this could be a special team, and all year long, they've been a special team. Um, Best offense in the league, I just really feel like this is the best team in the NFC. I'm not making a pick for the championship game yet, the line came out at four, Um, but if this team plays their game, they should win. And, and this is a team that I fear in Tampa. But Green Bay, I mean this. Green, Green Bay is the only team that can beat themselves. Green Bay beats themselves. Nobody beats Green Bay. Green Bay beats themselves, usually. Um, this year. Anyway, this year. I'm talking this year. Um, years past, definitely teams have beat the shit out of Green Bay. Um, but this year, Green Bay beats themselves. And if they don't, if they can avoid four turnovers like the Saints, I really feel like they can put points on that Tampa defense, which is not as good as that Rams defense. Again, I'm not, I'm not making a prediction, but four is a good line. I'm, I'm, I'm scared of Tampa though. I mean, you, you got the goat there in Brady. You got those weapons. I guess I'm just talking next week's game now. But yeah, we'll get to a pick. But I, I, I like Green Bay's chances just first glance but we'll see i mean everybody's going to point to the week six game back in october where tampa completely destroyed green bay and they did they, they crushed them 38 10 that game really flipped on the two rogers picks it, i just if green bay can take care of the ball at home i think they, they they can take care of business um but we'll see we'll see we're gonna have a lot of a lot of fun discussing that game gonna have an official pick later in the week um but thank you for making the NFC Championship game at Packers. I appreciate I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it a lot. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you are the GOAT in my eyes. Uh, the GOAT matchup, right, this week, Brady-Rodgers. I mean, we've been debating. I've been debating Rodgers for a decade plus now. Been waiting for the Super Bowl matchup. We've had a chance to get it multiple times, and now we finally we get it. I mean, in the NFC Championship game. Who would have thought Brady on a different team? Um, years we could have got it. Uh, 2010, we could have got it. Packers, this is Packers, uh, Pat Super Bowl. We could have got it. Years we could have got Rodgers Brady Super Bowl. Rodgers Brady in the playoffs, which obviously could only happen in the Super Bowl back then. 2010, Packers make the Super Bowl. Patriots lose to the Mark Sanchez Jets at home. 
2011, Patriots make the Super Bowl. Packers are 15 and 1. Both are the one seed. Really seem pa- Patriots went 14 and 2. Packers went 15 and 1. Really seems like they're on a collision course to the Super Bowl. The Giants beat both. The, they beat the Giants, the, the, they beat the Packers in round two, and they beat the, the Patriots in a Super Bowl. 2014, both teams in the NFC Championship game. Packers blow the game to Seahawks, and then, of course, the Patriots kill the Colts in the deflate game. 2016, both in the NFC Championship game. We were damn close a lot of times, guys. Uh, Packers get absolutely crushed by the Falcons, and then the Patriots beat the Steelers. And then we finally get it. 2021 version Brady Rogers Packers Bucks the two goats I think that I think him those two and Manning um are the three best I've ever seen um and it, and he's coming to Lambeau with a with a with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line I mean that's that's the type of stuff you you write about that's the type of stuff you the stories you know write themselves they they, they are endless they never end we get the matchup winner goes to the Super Bowl it doesn't get much better than that I'm going to have a heart attack. All right, Bills Chiefs. First glance, I mean, I look at Bills Chiefs and <laughs> first glance, again, I'm looking at all these games just first glance. I'm going to deep dive in all these uh, later in the week, but I like the Bills. I, I, I just plus the points at least. Like I just, I feel like, especially with the Mahomes question mark, we'll see it and we'll know more as he, as the week goes on with him for sure. Uh, fully expect him to play, but first glance, I like the Bills. Um. So yeah, I mean it's it's but I look at this matchup as a shootout. Like I look at at both offenses having massive advantages against against the defense. I mean, you look at the Bills defense, they really proved me wrong last week against Baltimore, but this is a completely different animal even if Mahomes is limited somewhat. He's still Mahomes. I mean, this is still a team with Tyreek Hill who's a top 3 receiver in the league in my opinion. I think you have the three best receivers Maybe four. And this year, maybe uh, you have the four best receivers in the league in ch- in championship weekend. No, Devontae, Diggs, Tyreek. I'd even throw Mike Evans in there. That guy is really, I think, underrated in some ways, uh, on pace for the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, great receivers across the board this week. But, yeah, the Bills defense definitely proved me wrong, but I just still think... Like you have that Chiefs offense. If Mahomes is going to play, you have the you have Le'Veon, who's clearly not who he used to be. But you have Le'Veon. You have, um, you have maybe is Clyde going to come back? I would assume. I'm not sure. If not, you still have Damian Williams, who was great in the playoffs uh, last year, and he goes for 13 carries for 78 yards. That's pretty decent. Yesterday, that's not bad at all. Um, you'll take that every time with their passing game, honestly. Uh, so I just feel like either offense has a big, big mismatch. I mean, Buffalo can't run the ball. So it's like they, they're they facing a completely different team, the Chiefs are, than who they faced this week where the Browns are so run heavy. Buffalo, I mean, you look at their running back splits, they cannot run the ball. I mean, Devin Singletary, he goes seven for 25 yards, his long at 12. TJ Yeldon, yes, he's still in the league, two carries for 14. And then like I was mentioning with Mark on, on last week, week's recap is Josh Allen just going to become RB1 and it really looks like he is um because he has seven carries so and he put the ball on the ground once Diggs is absolutely incredible eight catches for 106 yards by the way I got to mention Devontae who I mean the matchup with Ramsey everyone was waiting for that 
Uh, Devontae was like, hey, I wish we could have got it more. Devontae has nine catches, a, t- a TD. But yeah, I look at, the, at this game and it's just scoring galore, I feel like, even with a limited Mahomes. Over under is 54 and a half. Over under for the Chiefs, uh, for the Packers, Bucks game is 51 and a half. So they expect, Vegas expects that Bills Chiefs game to be the highest scoring game. All right. I think that's going to do it. Hoops wise, I mean, we talked Harden trade on the podcast with Buzz Greeny. So if you want to hear my Harden trade thoughts, I suggest go listen to that one. Um, Jazz won five in a row, playing well. I think right now they're probably second or third best team in the West. I think that's not crazy at all to say. I mean, two LA teams, of course, and I think they're right there within that Clippers tier. Lakers kind of separating themselves. Um, but yeah, uh, big week. So we got two more shows coming up. I think we got a couple guests lined up. So yeah, um, hope you guys can uh, handle just me today. Hope it wasn't too all over the place. But yeah, anyway, that's going to do it, guys. Appreciate you, Packers. Back-to-back title games, four and six years, six and 13s. We run the NFC.